What's up, guys? Art Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Jess the Total Package, Craig the British Bird Dog, Bulldog, excuse me, bringing you our perspective Wait, of the you... world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. Uh, today's topic, <laughs> the year of 1988, Randy Macho Man Savage. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook that lays off 11,000 workers at Our Wrestling <laughs> Podcast? Um, what's, what's up, guys? Um, yeah. Yeah, Jess, I, I would love to hear the theory behind this year and your thinking behind Savage. We know Savage is having a bit of renaissance TV, merch, T-shirts. You see them everywhere. Why 1988, buddy? First of all, yeah, Macho Man should have a resurgence every year because yes. I think it's a crime that WWE doesn't even talk about him anymore. I think it's bullshit. They put him in this hall of, their Hall of Fame and they still don't really do anything. And like, I mean, I know he's not with us anymore, unfortunately. So, But at the same time, like, you can't talk about Macho Man all the time. You can't, you know, tell your commentators, oh, by the way, what a great Intercontinental Championship. It reminds us of the reign of Macho Man Randy Savage. Like, why can't they do a little more to remind us of the Macho Man Randy Savage? Because it's a god darn crime that they don't talk about him anymore. Yep. It really is. It's, 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 it's bullshit that they don't even talk yeah. about him. Yeah, because you know what? Because this was the moment that he got his respect. I always had issues with how WCW treated him, how much of a second class citizen he was during that run. And he was always so far behind, like 10 steps behind Hogan and but uh, everything he design. did. Yeah. And, but, but like. Even like he just never got even close to this kind of year and that. um that power like after this or in, in his run in wcw he even jumped off that rickety halloween havoc cage and almost broke all his kneecaps and it no one mattered it didn't care uh i was down i was down to 88 or 92 and people might say why would you choose 92 i'll be like well that was a full year that he wasn't really plagued with hogan uh at that point because hogan left yeah. at wrestlemania in 92 and savage mm -hmm. won the title from flair that night and it was just yeah. savage by himself throughout the summer and all that stuff. And he feuded yeah. with the warrior and flair, but um, in 88 for the first part of the year, right? Not even for the first part for like the middle quarter, uh, yeah. he was by himself, but, uh, but this was the thing that made him, you know, you can say yeah. Hogan sabotaged him or not. Um, I may not disagree with you at this point in time and what we know. Uh, but at the same time, Hogan was a big part of the reason why Macho Man became yeah. in the spotlight that he did. Hogan yeah. trusted him and Macho yeah. Man showed his worth. Yeah, and I, yeah. I wasn't saying like I absolutely this Hogan and Hogan made Savage this year and allowed him to, to share the spotlight with him and make that turn and 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 be nineteen eighty eight. Um, I was just referring to like the back half of like he was not even close to the the top echelon later on in WCW with his like with his frilly stuff and he still had the yeah, same you, skill you set. Felt, you felt he had more. He, he never had had the same potential and opportunity. No, or you maybe bashed him didn't. and you meant to bash him. So uh, I did. Let's just Whoa, get that I did. Whoa. That's out of control. Uh, Savage had won the King of the Ring tournament later that year. Uh, later year, sorry, in 1987, just before the 88 year. So a two time so winner. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Uh, Wait, the, what? Uh, pop, what? No, no, he only won the tournament once, but he he did win the crown from Duggan. Oh, oh, so King Savage wasn't a tourney at a King. No, okay. this was ah. a, this was before the King of the Ring tournament was a pay per view. It was a Thank house show. Thank you, good job, yeah. buddy. Good clarification. Uh, God damn it, it. Was good clarification. 
And uh, just, just for clarity, I do like saying tournament. Tournament. Yeah. Savage's popularity was rising to the point that he was being cheered by a majority of the fans despite being a heel, so he becomes less hostile towards the fans and Miss Elizabeth. Um, gosh, the stuff he would do to Miss Elizabeth, with the you know, grab her by the chin and all that, and point perfect. at her. And, that was awesome. Hey. It was awesome, dude. I don't, I don't Not know awesome, but like a, the perfect misogynistic, like, Just you stay getting, here. And I, getting massive heel heat. Um, yeah, and people really took to it. Really took to it. So uh, when the Honky Tonk Man declared himself the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time, which is true, by the way. I don't care what anybody says. He still holds the, still holds the record. So, hey. Greatest ever. Savage had begun a feud with him to get the title back, becoming a fan favorite in the process. During an IC title match in late 87, Honky and the Hart Foundation would triple team Savage. Miss Elizabeth ran back to the locker room and brought Hulk Hogan out to the ring to save Savage, leading to the formation of the Mega Powers. The oh, reason why I backtracked, good. I know we're, we're focusing on 1988. You got to set the stage, I like, bro. Yeah, I like to backtrack a little bit in 87 to what set the stage or whatever. And uh, the Mega Powers were definitely set here, and they planted the seeds even in late 87 uh, to the yeah. Alliance because I think they knew that Hogan was going to go away sooner than later to film this movie, um, his first movie, No Holds Barred, so they were getting ready to get the title off him. Hogan was still champion at the end of 87, but um, it was going to change very soon at the beginning of 88, and Savage played a big part in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just want to say, is there anything better than that handshake that that mega powers holding back handshake. It's the most yeah. brilliant kind of bring it up, bring it up. tiny, small it? like thing. Like it was fucking perfect. It's what everybody remembers now. Everybody remembers. I, I, the feel, I feel gorilla. Call, I think it's, it was gorilla so calling it perfect too. It's, yeah. but it's so simple, and it's like it's it's in the realm of like the too sweet and like the the high five and whatever you've got, sure. but like the holding back, I can't shake hand, can't shake, can't stop the fourth. It's, uh, it's so funny. Like to this yeah. day, I'll still do it for God's sake. Yeah. The handshake between you and me that will unite us as one being, the handshake of the madness and the mania together will formally be felt and around the world. We will make the world stand still because this it's the first public shaking of the mega powers, brother. Whoa! That's awesome. Uh, his feud of being a Macho Man with Honky, with Honky uh, continued to late 1988, where their last high-profile matchup aired as the undercard to Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan on the February 5th, 1988 main event. Savage defeated Honky by countout after he shoved Honky away from Elizabeth and into the ring post. Why could he not win this IC title back? We all know. We got kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, but it was more of a, I believe that putting him in Honky, well, Honky was white hot as a heel, first of all. Oh, people, yeah. If you didn't yeah. live through it, you didn't know how fucking brutal Honky was. He was great yeah. as a heel. He's awesome. But I think the main thing here, uh, putting Honky and Savage is like the opening thing. It did put a good spotlight on the IC title and kind of show you that it's still the sure. secondary title and we value it, but it really showed, I think Vince wanted to see what Macho Man and Elizabeth, the dynamic, putting them on, by the way, to this day, the most watched wrestling program in American television history. It will never be broken. Uh, he put Macho Man and Elizabeth on there for a reason to tell the whole fucking world that, that didn't normally watch wrestling 
you should watch these two as well. Hop. Macho Man caught Hockey coming down. Oh, oh into the box. Goodness. And the count continues. And I think the Macho Man has won the matchup. No. Macho Man gets the victory. Macho Man may have gotten the victory, but that's a count out, McMahon. The title does not change hands Wait a minute. on a count out outside the ring. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I highlighted Honky as well because he's a heel and it was awesome. But at the same time, like, this was a big fucking deal for Macho Man to be chosen. I'm sure Hogan helped a lot with that at the time. I'm sure Hogan sure. knew he was going to get something from it. But at the same time, like, yeah, to get to Ma for Macho and Elizabeth to get this exposure was a big ass deal. And this started out Macho Man's 1988 as we get into the actual year that we're going to focus on here. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, their feud, Honky and Macho's, was blown off on the March 5th. Uh, Boston Garden, uh, how, I mean, how show weeks before WrestleMania four at WrestleMania four, Macho Man Randy Savage participated in the 14 man tournament for the vacant WWF World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, during that tournament held at the Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. <laughs> <sighs> yes. <laughs> WrestleMania four was not a was what, not what? was not comfortable. Uh, it was not smooth. Um <laughs> But it does start Savage's run, which, by the way, I guess we'll talk Boardwalk about Boardwalk Hall was an iconic, the way, an iconic stadium. The way Macho wins the title and has to get help for the title, you could argue, like, this is a bad way to start, but Macho... No, I don't. I don't. I won't. I will argue. Well, let, let's, let's, let's read it first, I guess. But Savage defeated the natural Butch Reed, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and One Man Gang on his way to the finals. In the final, he defeated the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, who had his bodyguard, Virgil, and Andre the Giant in his corner. But he was he actually pinned DiBiase with the help of Hogan. So it was all is, it was all just to blow the feud off. Like it, they intertwined. They brought Macho Man into it. Uh, it, it before WrestleMania, they had a Saturday Night's Main event where Macho took on DiBiase, and then DiBiase really started fucking with him. Elizabeth from the Honky thing that you saw months before would start pulling Hogan down to the ring, even against DiBiase. Now, Hogan sure. had a major feud with DiBiase and Andre going on at the time. And after the fallout of February 5 main event, it made sense to have Hogan do it. I know that people want to look back and shit on Hogan and be like, of course, Macho Man could. But the way they stacked the deck against Macho Man, he wasn't going to beat Andre and DiBiase. And Elizabeth ran back and pulled Hogan back. And it just gave... As Bruce says, it sprinkled the Hogan dust on Macho Man, which is what you needed because they knew Hulk was going to go away for three to four months. So, like, I to can't your point, say the fact that he was gone Macho for a while probably it doesn't that. doesn't hurt Macho Man. The fact yeah. the fact that they were going to put the title on someone different after four years of being with Hogan was a, a big, big deal. deal. Right. And however you need to get there, Macho Man's like, whatever you guys want to fucking do, I get the belt, right? And yes, <laughs> right. you do. Yes, like so, yeah. it's fine. People who look back on that, stop it. It was good storytelling. And by the way, That's the true, year it later, it led to one of the biggest wrestling angles in history of the Mega Powers exploding. So it was all done yes. for a reason. The Mega Powers exploding was it almost two, a two it was over. Year it was deal. over a two-year storyline. Yeah, so this. fuck everybody Without who wants to go back. You, yeah. There's plenty of other reasons to shit on Hogan. You don't have to die on this hill. Trust well, me. I, absolutely. I, I think it, it, without, for, without Hogan, you wouldn't have had the rise of macho here like you just right. had oh, to course. have it like i think for me to though put I'm, him just, on I'm, just, I'm just 
I'm just shooting on WrestleMania. I think they has to win it there. It was bad, fashion. dude. We if, we, if we've bad. learned nothing from WrestleMania, you don't have tournaments are always awesome on paper and are always terrible in yeah. execution. execution. There's because, no way, yeah, because psychology and storylines and the way stuff works. That's why but Battle Bowl you, doesn't work. That's you, why you, to kind of counter Dave's the, point. I'm not saying Dave yeah. is dying on this hill. I'm just saying to counter Dave's oh, point yeah. of maybe the ending was ruined by Hogan interfering and Macho not doing it on his own. You only remember WrestleMania four because Macho Man won the title. So thank goodness that overshadowed True. the absolute shittiness that was WrestleMania four. It was not a good WrestleMania. <laughs> That's but a good the fact point. that we all look back and go, "Oh, WrestleMania four was uh, great because Macho." Best mania ever. Um, longest. Sab- fucking longest. Uh, longest. For it sure. was the longest. Two, well, not until two later. VHS set. Yeah. The last, <laughs> the last 10 years beg to differ with you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Right. That's yeah. why now it's two But at the days. time, oh, no, you're right. At the time, WrestleMania 4 was four hours, legit. Oh, my God. People... Could you imagine now if VHS remember, tapes were still around? Remember we got the, video, the videotape, and when you opened it up, yeah. Hogan popped up out of it? He's like, this is long. <laughs> like when he came out, his voice said that. You would have to have three Get VHS tapes now. Get ready for some now. bullshit, brother. For the, for you the, would. For the last three, fucking five WrestleManias, we would have to have three VHS tapes. Yeah, if we were, Jake if they were and Rude around. go 20 minutes for no reason, brother. Like his, his thank, voice Thank goodness Terabyte tribes have gotten smaller and smaller. Uh, Savage would defend his title around the country against One Man Gang, Big Boss Man, and Andre the Giant. <laughs> and I read, and I read yeah, that. I by that. the way, I read that as, oh my God. Because Jess and his nose oh, put OMG, oh and yeah, so he yeah, defended yeah. against Oh My God. Yeah, against the OMG. Usher song. The, the Usher and Will I Am song. Is it's just how I read the phrase, Oh My God. Oh My God. Yeah. So, Gang and Andre were also aired on uh, different episodes of Saturday Night's Main Event. So, when you look at those, see, this is where they didn't make a mistake. And this is with without Warrior. Hogan, by he the way. Fed, so, I put that in there. some good people, you know? Yeah, I put that in there because I wanted it. Hogan was gone at this point. And he defended the title against DiBiase. He defended the title against Andre uh, on S- Saturday Night's Main Event and One Man Gang, which was the first Saturday Night's Main Event that he did. So they did have a three or four month period with Savage I, as the defending world champion. And I thought that, this you know is what? where he, Hogan was. This there. is where you get you get selective memory. And all I remember about this title run, because you don't remember Hogan leaving that much. I didn't. Maybe Jesse probably felt it more. But I I felt yeah. his entire title run was the mega powers where he almost never defended it and it's just not true it's no, just selective memory yeah he he yeah. he defended it everywhere and he is he is worthy of his championship reign by far no and we and, all know much the, but the, you want the you want narrative to, on to, savage uh, the narrative yeah. on Savage in that run, and Bruce Pritchard talked about it in his podcast too, uh-huh. was they knew business was going to be down without Hogan because they had never been Hoganless before. So this sure. is the first time ever 
So they carefully selected because Elizabeth garnered a lot of attention and Savage finally that was really helpful. like he should, uh, allowing he should Elizabeth be thinking to be an her equal. every day, you know, like you, well, and Savage allowing Elizabeth character wise to be an equal um, was a big deal. And so sure. they were like, if anything is going to help us kind of get over the Hogan hump, it's going to be this. And Bruce was like, and this is good a point. good comment, even though it sounds bad, like a backhanded compliment. It wasn't nearly as down with Savage as they thought it would be. Yeah. So his reign was surprising in a lot of different ways and helped again build towards when the mega powers exploded. It was even bigger because Savage they was that they didn't great. Really, like, they expected a downturn. They never really had one here. Didn't happen. Yeah, it, Savage held them, held the audience, held for the majority. The houses yeah. weren't down that much, and it was great. And so I think that like that's what made Savage's first run a major success. One of the reasons why I want to cover it this year. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's surprised it, it surprises a lot of people when you go back and look at it because there's revisionist history on it, but then you go, oh, he did he did keep the buy rate up. Oh, he did keep continue to sell the gates. They didn't really lose money, and Hogan wasn't there for a big amount of time, and he he actually defended it against really legitimate opponents, people that Hogan would get fed to easily, and did actually get fed to a few of them, and it, he he took care of business, even though um, like just on a side note. Wrestling Andre is not fun, um, and it all depends on his mood. Yeah, it is. Night. It really is. He's like, I step on your head today, boss. Like, no. All right, fuck. Here we go. Like, it's like having a know. night off. Everyone, Big John Stud said, wrestling Andre was like having a night off. That's not true. And Andre oh. and Andre didn't <laughs> like Savage. From what again, Hogan's a liar and a well known yeah. liar. And he's Hogan said that he didn't. He loved Elizabeth and didn't like the way Randy treated her real life and backstage. And again. I think that's Hogan just spinning his own narrative. So I don't know yeah. if Andre likes Savage or not, but a lot of people, but that famous baby he, oil story was Savage would he, put baby oil he, on himself and, he, and they yeah, went in no, for a match right. and then Andre got no pissed. baby oil. Yeah. So Savage came in and Savage was, you know, if you go back and look yeah. at his promos and stuff, he always had baby oil on to make himself look, you know, more cut and stuff and, and look sure. good in the lights. Well, I guess he walked in one time when he was facing Andre and Andre just across the room. He's like, no. No baby oil! And started yelling at Savage and take it. And Savage had to wipe himself down and take the baby oil off because Andre didn't That's want fantastic. baby oil because it was too slippery to work with. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah. Which is fucking great. I, I laughed because what, what was Andre going to do? Was he going to give him a suplex? I don't think so. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you about? Like, <laughs> have to bear hug you. What do you can't bear hug I have, I have I have to pull hair with your arms. I have to can't bear hug off. you for 10 minutes. But yeah, this isn't. Sorry, I know this is a tangent. I don't you understand like how grouchy Andre was if you had oh, to yeah, live as seven seven foot, yeah, five hundred pounds, and like you're of just course. tired and gr- and everything hurts and your back is wrecked and you have to take shits on hotel beds and everyone's staring at you. Like I would be, I would scream at everyone too and throw wine bottles at Hogan, boss, piss break, and all the stories of Andre. <laughs> no, no baby, baby oh. stories. I, stories. God bless him. I all he wanted to do was just play cards and be quiet and like have no one look at him. Like yeah, I please. poor guy. I just I just see like, he's like let's play cards and then the camera comes like get out of here. Oh, camera oil. So tonight I was okay. thinking that we would no baby. I just I look. I want to start over. Hogan's not here. Let's you and I work on our relationship. Get the fuck out. Okay, <laughs> hey, work with Steamboat. I mapped out. Oh, 30 minutes, frame by no frame. Mapping out. No, everything Savage did. No, <laughs> no. Oh, man. Call I it just, in the rig, boss. I just, yeah. Gosh. Okay. All right. The Andre stories are legendary. I love, all right, I love Andre. All right, whatever you want. Uh, 
Macho Man Savage ready to take on both Andre the Giant and Bobby the Brain Hayden. If he was smart, he'd leave right now. And still, The mega, yeah, the mega powers first feud was against the mega bucks, uh, Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant, whom they defeated in the main event of the first ever SummerSlam pay per view. That was in '88. Gosh, is, was it, that the short skirt? Oh God, that was yes. That, that Dave was didn't Liz, read that. Yeah, it's Elizabeth a short, short skirt. Um, the, God, the match. How, how like how it. how like innocent was society in the '80s that this was a big deal? Nowadays, you can. If you want to get adult sites, you could get it for free, by the way. Yeah. Uh, just by pulling up your web browser. Back what? here, it's like what Dave's describing. People were like, oh it's my. God. Like, was... <laughs> and people got angry that, you know, of course, like the, the television censors were like, oh, that's what? She wore, she wore a full butted bikini. Oh, not on my watch. Like, it was just kind of. fucking. What? How far have we fallen? Or come. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to comment. The match refereed by Jesse the Body Ventura. That's for your famous old man. Miss Elizabeth jumping up to the apron and a ring late in the match and removing her skirt to show the. You're not going to show your buttocks on my watch. Wham! Panties. Um, and by the way, this was like, this is the most it would ever go. Macho Man would never allow anything more than this. And this probably took some no. serious talking into. For her to do this and Macho to be okay with it in my Seriously, mind, I, like, I, I want to be he a always fly wanted on that to protect wall. her. He oh my god, yeah. trying to, con- I don't when, think he was Vin- to when Vincent her. Hogan came up with the idea because they did, I'm just gonna say they did because why oh, of not? They did, and yeah. like, uh, they're like to Paul Muchman, yeah, what'd you guys call me? You're why the lights out, yeah, what's <laughs> going on? And he's like, We want to talk to you about uh, SummerSlam. Oh, that's fine, we're gonna tag, I get it. <laughs> So, and then Elizabeth, what, how you guys are going to, we are going to go over. Well, that's great news. I don't know why the fucking lights are out still, but what's going on, <laughs> brother? And then Hogan comes in, like the lights dim, and then he comes in. He's like, we're going to have Elizabeth show her butt. And he's like, don't, this is not fucking part of the Rand, deal. Randy, like, Randy, don't get mad. Randy, <laughs> Randy, Randy, Randy. Why are you already it. here, Elizabeth, no, and the lights are out? What no, the fuck is going no, on? Like, it's Randy, horrible. <laughs> I, just, I just imagine if it's going, this is going to be very You can't see anything. Randy. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, it was a simple bikini bottom. It wasn't, it wasn't full butted or anything. It wasn't full yeah, butted. Yeah, yeah. Everything was covered. It um, was, it was no sable. We weren't sunny and sable yet. Oh my, oh, that's, yeah, that's that. You can't even show Not that. Even close. That's out of control. Yeah. Randy. Um, so this allowed both Savage and Hogan, who had been knocked out to the outside, <laughs> to get back into the ring and get the pin on DiBiase with Savage pushing a reluctant Ventura to that three count. I remember that he like he held it and then Macho came down on it, right? If I'm not mistaken. Bombs away perhaps. Come on, Macho. The Mega Powers then began feuding with the Twin Towers, the 
big boss man and Akeem, who was formerly one man game. We talk about that a lot. Um, well, that name's still popular today, huh? No, it's not um, at all. What a name. Uh, so that, that was, but I'm telling you that the Twin Towers, I mean, talk about a formidable tag team. I mean, I know, I guess there's that. I don't need the belts, but those guys should have had titles. That was, man, that was, that was fun to watch. Um, and Big Boss Man was at his biggest there for sure. In the case of the latter feud, Savage frequently became involved in Hogan's matches involving one of the two villains and uh, villains and vice versa. Uh, the two rival factions captioned the opposing teams in the main event of 1998 Survivor Series, which was won by the Mega Powers. Savage! Hope plants him! Bombs away! Defender flying over! Nobody gets up from that! Stick the fork in a rooster! He's done! And this place has gone crazy! Towards the end of the year, Savage would also get into a feud with Bad News Brown and would see the two face each other in the house show loop with the street fight rules. Um, and I, I, you can't see this. Um, maybe just look at a picture up for us. But it's a picture of Savage in his purple robe coming down with the uh, the, the winged eagle. It's beautiful. It looks perfect on him, man. It's just it's an amazing belt with an amazing wrestler at an amazing time. Um Something that I don't, you, you'll never be able to duplicate this and the storyline that went on for two, maybe three years when, when you really boiled down. Yeah, to, you know, uh, and this it. year was completely like important for his career. Like, yeah. like we can talk about other years and, and, and definitely pull out bright spots for sure. But um, yeah. just for him to finally get up there and be world champion. And he did have that three or four month view without Hogan. It was so so important to Savage's career. And you again, you can say better oh, it's, and it's better bullshit. than anybody thought it would be, right, Jess? Yeah, as far it was as better money. than anybody as thought as it money. would be. And uh, I think that's a win. And I think that people who, you know, again, there's plenty of reasons why you can not like Hogan and not take what he says seriously or whatever. And you would be correct. But I believe that this time here. period was done correctly. Hogan yeah, had been on top right. for four years. To take him off the top was fucking scary for Vince. And so when Hogan's like, I want to go make a movie, and Vince is like, all right, well, I mean, I can't really stop you. Like, you know, it was an agreement that he and Vince had that it could be okay. And I think Vince kind of half produced the movie as well, Noel's Bard. Yeah. So like Vince yeah. is like, okay, like, yeah, I want to try to chop you out there and I want to, you know, if you can make more money for me and the company and be even bigger than you are, let's go. But who are we going to have? And the fact that there was a lot of rumblings, a lot of people don't know this, of Bigelow um, being the champion at WrestleMania 4. Bigelow was really fucking over at the end of 87. If you go back yeah, and watch Survivor good. Series 87, the pop for Bigelow was bigger than Hogan's at times. And so it was, Bigelow was just super on fire, pun intended, because he had flames everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I guess he did a house show loop with Andre, and Andre hated him. And, uh, and so no I guess flames. like that. No flames! And then and then no Bigelow tattoos, got injured, Craig. and I heard no I, this is rumors say that like his attitude wasn't the best in the back. So Vince determined Dude, like, he's not mature enough. Like yeah, that he's not. Vince determined like he's not mature enough, and so well, Savage was also the second choice. We all, where, we, we all so know Bigelow. You got to figure by the end of '87, they were no, they knew Hogan was going to go, and so they were trying for like four or five months. They had to prep for Mania Four, and 
Bigelow at a time was considered a, a, to be world champion because of how over he was. And I guess, you know, just the backstage stuff. And they, uh, uh, Vince loved the dynamic of Elizabeth and Savage and the, the fact that you could make the mega powers thing. Sure. Obviously, that won out. But a lot of people don't know that, that Bigelow for at least a second I, was over enough hey, where people were like, dude, Bigelow, this guy. If, yeah. if Bigelow was over like that today, you know they would have strapped it to him. Like, it's just it's Easily. a different world now. Easily. Easily. Yeah. It would have been so much easier to do. So, so they, we're um, coming off we're coming off wild. one of the greatest world championship reigns ever in Hogan's first yeah. run. And, and, and it almost you, didn't happen. You put it on one. Savage. Like this was such an important year, such an important year for Savage. I just, I I just laughed. What, what if Hogan didn't make a crappy movie? What if what if Bam yeah, what if he left? Yeah. Shot? Bye, yeah, brother. What if he didn't leave. Like, yeah. Like, I, we I don't know where Macho would have been. I mean, and, and it all it all it's funny how things fall into place. And uh you know, it's that it's that uh, luck, hard work, being opportunity. Randy worked his ass off. He right? did. He really uh, did. With, with the gimmick, especially. I mean, the rework is superb up there. But he was special anyway. And he and was Macho all around. Man. Uh, he, his Intercontinental Championship reign gets overshadowed by Honkies because Honkies was just a couple of months longer. But Macho Man held the IC title for over a year as well. And yeah, uh, and yeah. and Macho had a, an amazing Intercontinental Championship run as a heel, and that's when he first started kind of seeing Elizabeth and the dynamic mm -hmm. between the two. And you know, we cover a lot of the stuff on the, hey, the, the Legacy of Miss Elizabeth, which we did in the archives, and Legacy of Macho Man. Their relationship was special, so there was a lot yeah. more substance there. It was the right choice. It was the best choice besides Hogan they could yeah. make. Yeah, and Hogan yeah. was getting tired. Cream, cream of the crop uh, speech by Macho. Put it in here somewhere, Jess. I'm telling you, it, it's uh, it's everything that Macho was about, and kind of explains 88 and probably the whole career it's that's how yeah. it's you know always rising to the top rising to the occasion did anyone macho take more bumps at this time at a top level at the height than macho like look you look at the guys that he fought in 1988 from Hogan, one man Hogan gang to andre dates, I'll tell you that. that's that's macho just taking bumps yeah. every 15 yeah. seconds and getting destroyed and the 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 elevation he never well, he never Macho went down his character was always selling when Macho was in yeah. face. He was always mm -hmm. selling like he was always yeah, yeah. falling go, on the ground. Well, and Jess and Craig, go, go back, go back to the people he was wrestling. Boss man, Akeem. Yeah. Big guys. Th these are big dudes that are going to wreck you for like 20 minutes and then you're going to make your comeback. Hogan well, that's another getting, great point. Hogan actually, was getting back rakes because he was well, 300 well, pounds. It that's another insane. great point. I made that point. I just made that point for David. Yeah, I'm the genius. Yeah. yeah I, I, I want to say that. I'm totally doubling down on what you're saying, Craig. I agree with you completely. You're right. So, he was taking all those bumps. Well, also, right? you got to think that the the table that was set for Macho Man to take over was the land of the giants that they created to feed Hogan over the last yeah. four years. So Macho had to step in there, and all the, the current villains were ones that were already trying to get at Hogan for the couple years all prior. Pounds, you had one-man gang. You had Boss Man. You had Andre. You had all these big motherfuckers that mm -hmm. like, Macho Man had to look equal to in there with. like, And that's hard to do. Again, yeah. best choice. It, it this year gets more and more amazing as we talk about it for Macho Man because it, it meant so much. I don't think people people now, you know, we're twenty twenty two, they forget how big Hogan was and what a big year he had. Everybody remembers Stone Cold now because that's more the nostalgia year, sure. according to how old wrestling fans are now. Um, but uh, Hogan was like the first big deal, and when you literally make an entire company around him for four plus years. And then someone comes right in. You have to plug someone in fast. Uh, you know, it could have failed in a second and nobody would have believed it. But Macho Man was so good. And the dynamic with Elizabeth, we can't discount her, was so strong that like it, it carried it all the way. And then again, progressed into one of the greatest feuds in wrestling history. Uh, in WWF history, oh, for sure. Oh, man.
WrestleMania five will always be down as one of the greatest WrestleManias and but definitely one of the best WrestleMania storylines of all time. It's probably the yes. storyline of all best. Time. Yeah, the, the storyline uh, to this day, I think, is probably one of the best angles ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Um, yeah. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch <laughs> our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2018 if Twitter's still around next week? Or on Idiot. Facebook, uh, Layoff Meta at Our Wrestling Podcast. For Craig and Jess, this is Dave with the OWP signing off. Have a good one. No baby oil.